This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll The year was 1740, and the Helig Baal Shem Tov came to visit the city of Slutsk. And of course, being that the Baal Shem Tov was already very famous at that time, many of the local inhabitants came to greet the Holy Rebbe. And amongst them was a great and venerable scholar, Reb Uri Natan Nata, who, when he was a young man, was known as the Eloi of Karinik, which was near Brisk. Now, Reb Uri Natan's son, Shlomo, was also an Eloi, was also a Torah genius, who had a photographic memory and could recall all of the Torah learning that he had learned since he was a young man. And seeing that none of the Melamdim, the Torah teachers in Slutsk, were able to educate his son, Shlomo, Reb Uri Natan, decided to homeschool him and educate him himself. And at the age of 14, he realized that his son was such a great genius that even he was not able to educate him at the level that he needed to be at. And so first he was sent to Vilna, and then to Girona, and then to Krakow. And it was in Krakow that he met the great rabbi, Rabbi Menachem Aryeh, who was one of the hidden tzaddikim, one of the hidden righteous people. And Rabbi Menachem took in Shlomo as one of his closest students, realizing his great genius and his ability to learn and slowly and secretly brought him into the circle of Hasidim and started teaching him Hasidis on the condition that Shlomo didn't share this with anyone. And this went on from the age of 14 until 22 when Shlomo came home to his father and his father was so happy to see how much he had grown. He had moved forward thousands and thousands of times more than Reb Uri Natan ever could have done for him himself. And Reb Uri Natan tells his son, Shlomo, it's time for you to get married. And he had already arranged with a somewhat moderately successful businessman, whose name was Reb Eliyahu Moshe, who owned an inn and a tavern and lived in a village nearby. And so Shlomo went to meet the daughter of Reb Eliyahu Moshe, whose name was Devorah, and the two of them hit it off right away. Not only did they find that they were a good match for one another, but they actually really fell in love, which as you know, in the old days was not a condition for getting married. And they got married and everyone was very happy. Shlomo continued learning, and his wife worked a little bit and kept the home. And after only six months of marriage, something very strange happened to Devorah. It was as if she wasn't in this world anymore. She lost her sanity, and no one could understand what happened. At first, they tried everything to try to help her. But after an entire year of going to all the doctors and professionals that they could find, no one could explain why all of a sudden she was in this crazy state. And even though Shlomo loved his wife, he realized that he couldn't be married to somebody who wasn't sane, but he also couldn't get a divorce because she wasn't in any mental state to accept a get, to accept a bill of divorce. And so the two of them remained married, but Devorah never spoke. She would just sit by the wall near the stove barely ate, wouldn't bathe herself, and the family took care of her, but it wasn't the marriage that Shlomo had hoped for, or Devorah as well. And when the Baal Shemta was visiting Slutsk, 
Shlomo's father, Reb Uri Natan, he went to the Holy Rebbe and explained to him the bizarre situation of his son and his daughter-in-law, which had been going on at that point for six whole years. And Reb Uri Natan said to the Baal Shem Tov, What am I supposed to do? We can't find a solution for my daughter-in-law, and my son is unable to get remarried because he can't give her a get. And the Baal Shem Tov listened and simply nodded his head and said, Thank you for telling me. I'll see what I can do. And a few hours later, Devorah's father, Rabbi Liao Moshe, he also came to the Baal Shem Tov and explained the situation to him. And he said, please give a bracha to my daughter, a blessing that she should have a recovery. And he also nodded and he said, thank you for coming and I'll see what I can do. And later that day, the Baal Shem Tov invited both of the fathers to come and meet with him in private. And first he asked them very politely if either of them had a grudge against the other. And Shlomo's father, Rabbi Oyinatan, he only had praise for his mechutan, the father of the Kala. He said even though he runs a business and is very busy, he always sets aside time to learn Torah. And he always has guests, and not just for meals, but lets people sleep there for free. And he gives tzedakah to Torah scholars. And he's taken care of my son for all these years in the most respectable way. And then Rabbi Eliyahu Moshe said, you know, my son-in-law, Shlomo, such a special sweet neshama. Besides learning all the time, he always finds time to learn with the simple folk, the farmers, and the woodchoppers, and the water carriers, teaching them Chumash with Rashi's commentary and the lessons from Ein Yaakov. And on Shabbos, he teaches them Pirkei Avot, the ethics of our fathers, and he teaches them to love one another and that they never have to worry about taking another person's parnasa livelihood, because all livelihood comes from Hashem, and he teaches them about emuna and faith, and teaches them mitzvot and halacha. And everyone in all the villages around love Shlomo, and they're all praying that my daughter Devorah have a refuah and that one day they can have children and be together again. And the Baal Shem Tov listened to both the fathers, and he said, with Hashem's help, I'll be able to help the young woman have a full recovery and even restore her mind to its original clarity. But it comes on one condition. When this happens, this couple will not be able to live together. And after a few days have passed, and she's in a state well enough to receive a get, a document of divorce, and she accepts it from her husband with a full and willing heart, then she'll have a full recovery. And of course, the two fathers were not happy about this, because the truth is that they wanted the couple to stay married. The only problem was that Devorah had lost her mind. But if she was going to be healthy, then they wanted to stay together. And Rabbi Natan says to the Baal Shem Tov, maybe there's no grounds for a divorce. And Rabbi Liao Moshe said, if my daughter really recovers and she knew that it was a condition that she had to get divorced, she'd be heartbroken. She loves Shlomo and she respects her husband so much. And they were sure that Shlomo would be upset as well. And Rabbi Liao Moshe said, I'm willing to give a great deal of tzedakah for the Baal Shem Tov and his court and his chassidim. Please just allow the couple to stay married and have a family. If you can heal her, Rebbe, why do you have to do it on the condition that they get divorced? And the Baal Shem Tov was very clear. He said, if you want your daughter to recover, then after I make this condition and she begins to recover her sanity and her health, you will bring her to me and she will get a divorce, as I've told you. And not knowing what to do, the two fathers went back home, and they spoke with Shlomo. And Shlomo said, you know, I love Devorah so much. She's been suffering for so many years. 
If my divorcing her will heal her, then I will divorce her with a full heart. A broken heart, but a full heart. And they tried to ask Devorah, but she didn't answer them. She didn't even look at them. And so they went back to the Baal Shem Tov with Shlomo and the two fathers. And Shlomo said they agreed to his condition. But they couldn't guarantee that Devorah would agree because she doesn't respond to them. When the Baal Shem Tov heard this, he told Rabbi the Moshe, Devorah's father, I want you to go home immediately and tell Devorah that the Baal Shem Tov has come to Slutsk and requested for her to come and speak with him about a very important matter. And the two fathers looked at each other in amazement because for the last six years, Devorah had not said a word. And they told the Baal Shem Tov, she just sits there between the stove and the wall. She barely eats. She won't allow herself to be bathed. And the Moshe says, my daughter's lost her mind. How am I supposed to explain to her that the Baal Shem Tov has come and wants to speak with her about a very important matter? But the Baal Shem Tov was silent and didn't say a word. He picked up his sefer and continued learning. And everyone understood that the meeting was over. So with a heavy heart, and the Yaw Moshe said to his mechutan, Rabbi Natan, that if the Baal Shem Tov really knew what was going on with Devorah, he wouldn't be speaking in this way, expecting her to actually answer. And Natan, he just sighed. What a tragedy, this whole situation. But Shlomo, for him, things were different. Before he got married, when he was a student of Rabbi Menachem Aryeh in Krakow, he had been taught the teachings of the Heidegger Baal Shem Tov. And now that he had met the Rebbe in person, having learned his teachings, he decided with all of his heart that he was going to become a chassid of the Baal Shem Tov. And he told his father-in-law, you might think that the Baal Shem Tov is saying something that's impossible, but let me tell you, the Baal Shem Tov is beyond this world. It's true that for you and me, this seems like something that's impossible, but for a great tzaddik like the Baal Shem Tov, it's not. Do everything that the Rebbe said, and Rebbe Natan said, you know, we've already accepted that Devorah has lost her mind. So what's the big deal? We'll go and ask her. And they open the door to the house of Rebbe Eliyahu Moshe. And they see Devorah sitting in the corner between the wall and the stove. And he tells his wife everything that the Baal Shem Tov had said, and that he was said to be a tzaddik and a miracle worker. And to their amazement, the second Devorah heard the name Baal Shem Tov, she stood up and quietly walked over to her mother and father, and said in a voice that had not spoken in six years, Who was this person that you mentioned, that you said does wonders? And they told her that they were talking about a tzaddik called the Baal Shem Tov. And she said, I don't need to hear anything else. Please take me to the mikvah, so I can purify myself before being in the presence of a great tzaddik. And she actually walked to the mikvah, and afterwards she began eating, and speaking, and sleeping, as a normal person would, and even though she was very weak, she continued speaking and going to the mikveh every day. And on the third day, she was sick, she had a fever, and she kept saying, I have to meet the Baal Shem Tov, take me to the miracle worker. And it was such a miracle that she had recovered, that Reb Eliyahu Moshe completely forgot that the Baal Shem Tov had said, once she recovers, he needs to bring her to the Baal Shem Tov. And of course, since he delayed, because he forgot about the meeting, his daughter became sick. So the next day, in the morning, the parents took Devorah to the Baal Shem Tov. And when Reb Shlomo heard that his wife had recovered, he began to tell his father about some of the Hasidic ideas that he had learned in Krakow, and how the Baal Shem Tov understood Torah concepts in a new and original way, and that there was holiness in everything that God created, in divine intervention, even in inanimate objects. And that there are great tzaddikim, but even the simplest Jew was so holy 
If people only understood, we told them about the importance of Avat Yisrael, of loving our fellow Jews, and serving Hashem with a full heart, and singing and dancing. And Reb Uri Natan, being an aged scholar, and having learned his whole life, he never heard concepts like this before. And when they showed up to the meeting, the two fathers, Shlomo and Devorah, before the Baal Shem Tov said anything, Reb Uri Natan said that Shlomo was going to become a chassid of the Baal Shem Tov. And so was Reb Uri Natan. Now everyone was standing in the presence of the Rebbe. And the Baal Shem Tov said, I'm happy to see Devorah is doing better. Of course, her fever had gone away. He explained that in four days, they will have to get divorced. And with bitter tears, Devorah told the Baal Shem Tov how much she respected her husband and loved him. However, if the Baal Shem Tov decreed that they needed to get a divorce, Shlomo should know that it's only because she was unworthy of such a righteous husband and she would agree to the divorce. And Shlomo was also in tears. He told the Baal Shem Tov that his wife was a true Eshet Chayel. She exemplified all of the attributes which our sages use to define a good and righteous wife. If, however, the Baal Shem Tov ordered that they needed to get divorced, then he would also agree to the divorce. And so the Baal Shem Tov said, I'll see you in four days, and I'll have everything waiting for you. And for the next three days, the young couple, with their parents, fasted and prayed. And on the fourth day, with heavy feet and heavy hearts, they made their way back to the tzaddik. And they found there a rabbi, a scribe, and two witnesses waiting, having been arranged in advance by the Baal Shem Tov. And the Baal Shem Tov looked at Shlomo and Devorah and said, Do you agree wholeheartedly to divorce? And they both said that they trust completely in the Baal Shem Tov. And if he says to get divorced, then they know that that's the best thing for them. And even though they love one another, and even though they'd love to stay married, they're going to get divorced for the benefit of the other. And the Baal Shem Tov said, I need to go to the other room. And he stayed there for about half an hour. And when he returned, he told them, Six years ago, a decree was placed upon you by the prosecuting angel in heaven. The heavenly court decided that you should both undergo the troubles that you've experienced for the last six years. He said that Shlomo was a great genius, but that he had delved into secrets that he shouldn't have. And Devorah, being a righteous woman, it was decreed that she would suffer. And her suffering would cause Shlomo's suffering. And the Baal Shem Tov said, This is the way of heaven sometimes. And it's unfortunate, but it happens. And you have suffered for the last six years. But now that you've shown so much faith in my words, to the point where you're willing to divorce one another, your faith in the tzaddik was enough to nullify the decree in heaven. And the charge against you has been removed. The Baal Shem Tov told the rabbi, the scribe, and the witnesses that they could go home now. And he looked at Shlomo and Devorah, and he said, Your troubles are over. You may stay married, and I will give you my blessing, that your home will be filled with sons and daughters and many grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and may you both live to a ripe old age. And the couple remained in Slutsk for a few more years, and they moved around, until eventually they moved to Liozna became Hasidim of Rabbi Schneer Zalman, the Alter Rebbe, the founder of Chabad. And in 1796, they moved to the Holy Land, to Eretz Yisrael, to the city of Yerushalayim, to Jerusalem, where they remained for 15 years until Shlomo and Devorah passed away one day after the other at the age of 99. Hi, 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 hi.
Thank you so much for listening, my sweetest friends. I hope you had a beautiful Rosh Hashanah. Yom Kippur is coming up. Of course, after that, Sukkot and Simchat Torah, Shmini Atzeret. I hope we take advantage of these holy times, make the most of them, and may everybody be blessed. The Gemar Chatimah Tova, a good and sweet final sealing in the books in heaven for a good and sweet new year of revealed good and revealed blessings. And thank you, as always, my sweetest friends, for listening and to all the supporters for your contributions. I'm very grateful to all of you. Shana tova metuka, and zai gesund. Zai gesund! Mazel tov!